Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesday, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Grand Rising, and thank you all for joining us on this Wednesday edition of the Female Solution. And today, of course, is our men-only discussion led by our co-host, Kareem Hamid, and we'll be right back with our co-host, Kareem Hamid, 
And she asked the question, are you a free man? Freedom is a state of mind. And if you are living in a society that has made you feel as if you don't have the power over your own life, are you really free? Are you able to take responsibility for yourself, for your actions? Are you able to control your own time and determine your own destiny? Or do you feel that you are confined by a society that has defined you as lesser than other men? Are you affected by that? Are you affected by the feeling that you're controlled by a boss at work that has the power to fire you and plunge you into economic devastation? Are you living in fear that you will be accosted by someone who intends to rob you or assault you? Are you living in fear of the police and feeling constant intimidation? Or are you free to walk the streets without a care in the world? Do you feel that sense of power? Are you free? And if not, why not? What needs to change inside of you? We'll be right back to talk about that. And we want you to call in. Men, call in 515-605-9891 and be on the switchboard for our host for the day, Kareem Hamid, and this men-only discussion. Women, you can listen in. We'll have a short after show to talk about what we've heard. Are the men in our lives still feeling as if they are confined, imprisoned, enslaved, or are they free? We'll talk about that. We'll be right back after this quick break, and we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment with our co-host, Kareem Hamid, hosting for the day the Men Only Discussion on Are You a Free Man? We'll be right back, so stay with us. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, and if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the Internet to talk to everybody. Friends, neighbors, family members, coworkers. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great news. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a media connection, somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs, and our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, child care services. Whatever you're selling, they need to buy it. We're your media connection. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. Hi, I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. 
We're going to be coming to you every week sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Big difference. Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash The Media Connection TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the media connection. We're back, and we are joined with our co-host, Kareem Hamid, on the American Muslim 360 channel. And, of course, if you are listening online and want to join this conversation, we invite you to give us a call at 515-605-9325. And, again, press 1. If you're a woman, uh, we're going to have a short after show to talk about what we heard as men talk about freedom. Are you a free man? Are you still feeling that you don't have the power over your own life? And are you afraid that someone can take away your freedom? Are you afraid to have responsibility? And are you avoiding perhaps the responsibility of family and community. So we want to listen to the men as they have this discussion and explore the possibilities, and perhaps we'll discover some things about what we need to do.
I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our hosts. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Using all male discussions, and the a topic is freedom. It's freedom. I want to first share with you some uh, statements from a freedom fighter, from a freedom fighter, Dr. Martin Luther King. Please, uh, let me see. Yeah, praise be to Allah. I come here tonight and plead with you. Believe in yourself and believe that you're somebody. I said to a group last night, nobody else can do this for us. No document can do this for us. No Lincolnian Emancipation Proclamation can do this for us. No Tennysonian or Johnsonian Civil Rights Bill can do this for us. If the Negro is to be free, he must move down into the inner resources of his own soul and sign with a pen and ink of self-asserted manhood his own emancipation proclamation. Don't let anybody take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage. As somebody said earlier tonight, we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Somebody told a lie one day. They couched it in language. They made everything black, ugly, and evil. Look in your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black. It's always something degrading and low and sinister. Look at the word white. It's always something pure. Ah, But I want to get the language right tonight. I want to get the language so right that everybody... Still will cry Yes, I'm black. I'm proud of it. I'm black and beautiful. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Those are the words of our freedom fighter, Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, in his important statement that. At that, at, at that time, we were called Negroes. And he states that if the Negro is to be free, he must reach down 
and utilize the resources of his own soul, the operative word is soul, of his own soul, and take the pen of independence and uh, emancipation and write his own doctrine of freedom. Praise be to Allah. We have a list of panelists here. I'm going down the line. Uh, the first up is Brother Michael Hameen. Would you introduce yourself to the listening audience, if you would, please? Yes, thank you. Assalamu alaikum. That is the peace of Almighty God be with you, upon you. And uh, my name is Michael Hameen. I'm the host of uh, Not Just Talk on Thursday evening from 8 Eastern until uh, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, I appreciate being invited to this panel, and I want to begin by saying that uh, that uh, I was a mentor uh, from 1976 to 2008 by Imam W.D. Muhammad, the son of Elijah Muhammad. And um, as a mentee, one being influenced by uh, his uh, his insights into life, in particular, and 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 also specifically insights into the Quran or Quran and the life and the life example of uh, Prophet Muhammad. But this idea, I I, I started with uh, Mike Michael. Let's not enter into the discussion. It's only that I'm utilizing this time to uh, identify those that are panelists here on AM360. Okay, Erica, I'll I'll stop here. Yes, sir. I'll come back to you. Uh, Error code 678572. Abdul Sahid, as-salamu introduce yourself to the audience, please. Yes, sir. Well, like salam, everyone. Uh, thank you, Brother Iman, for inviting us once again. Uh, my name is Abdul Shahid. I'm from the Atlanta metro area. I'm also the host of Optima Health, and many of you probably heard us speak before about health. That's very important. I'm also a certified centometry health coach. Uh, I'm the father of four children, uh, nine grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren, been married 53 years to the same person. So we have much to share, and we have much work to do. Thank you so very much. Yes, sir. Okay. And last but not least, Imam DeLacy Omar Phillips, would you introduce yourself to the listening audience, my brother? Yes, DeLacy uh, Omar Phillips here, uh, Melbourne, Florida. I'm also, I host a program on AM360, Preparing to Make It in the Land of Plenty, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, yes, uh, appreciate the invitation, and uh, thanks so much for inviting me. Alhamdulillah, yes, sir. And thank you for accepting the invite. Praise be to Allah. The subject that we want to discuss this morning is a very important subject. It's been something we've been asking for, and uh, you hear that this word used quite often. 
freedom, freedom. Uh, we want to have this discussion not from an emotional standpoint, but from a knowledge base, from a knowledge base, exactly what are we asking for and what does freedom mean to you and how do you define freedom? How do you define freedom? We've been uh, asking for it and reaching for it for over 400 years in this country. And uh, I think we need to truly have a, a true grasp of what freedom is. I'll, I'll begin back with, uh, with Michael Hameen. If you would, give us a, a short definition of your concept of freedom. Wait a minute. Let me share yeah. with you something first be, before you get started. I looked in Webster's Dictionary under the... The, uh, the definition of freedom. And one of the, the definitions really caught my eye. One of it is unconcerned. Unconcerned. That is, uh, that is included in the definition of freedom. So uh, that really intrigued me, and inshallah, I'll speak on that more later on in the uh, broadcast. All right, if you would, Michael, please share with us yes. what freedom means to you and its definition. Thank you. Uh, it's to be fair yes. and uh, right to the point. Thank you. Uh, my being influenced by Imam Rashidi Muhammad, my view of freedom uh, is looking into the word free dome. And uh, dome is acknowledged uh, in the dictionary. It's connected with the head. And, uh, it's described as the seat of the intellect, mind, uh, a person with respect to mental qualities, uh, natural aptitude or talent. So this is a definition that is not readily or commonly given, uh, you see connected freedom connected with a physical, physical uh, ability to do something or the, uh, the ability to speak freely, but it's not connected with, with the mind, with thinking, you know, with the head. And I think that's, a, that, that's something that everyday men and women have been directed away from, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we connected, uh, particularly in my community, the African-American community, you find this uh, confrontational or, or an attitude to uh, defy, you know, someone trying to, look, look, I'm free, I say what I want to say, and that's not the focus to help us to have a healthy and productive life, and I'll stop there. All right. Thank you, Michael. Okay, we move forward. Delacy uh, Omar, would you would share with us what freedom means to you and its definition? Yes, thank you. Uh, you know, I was reflecting on listening to uh, 
uh, Dr. King. May God bless him with uh, forever peace and a good state in the paradise for his work and sacrifice. Uh, he reached down into the soul. You know, we have a we have concepts that come to us in scripture, and I, I I want to start from this perspective because we have so many uh, opinions about freedom, what freedom is, uh, how to get it, etc. But you know, in the chapter four of the Quran, the first verse. Our creator speaks to us that he created man from one soul, one soul, one soul. So we, we find we find in that language, then he, then he created a mate for the human being. And from the, that, those two have scattered countless men and women in the earth. So it just really points back to one natural origin for the human being and uh and that we are all connected. And then, again in Scripture, God says that he has created every child of Adam. We, we, we can assume this first creation was called Adam. And every child of Adam, he says about it, that he has been created with dignity and honor. Dignity and honor. And, you know, these these words, I remember we used to have, we used to see thought for the day in our school where they would be trying to cultivate the human being to think in a, in a positive way, the thought for the day. And there would be words like dignity, honor, integrity, honesty, truthfulness, uh, all of these noble ideas that goes into making up excellent character, excellent character. And uh, that's something that we don't see much now. But in the earlier freedom movement, you know, these things were, this was what we were calling for. Our, our, Our ancestors were calling for to be respected, to be honored, honored as a human being, to have our self-worth uh, acclaimed and recognized and respected. So, you know, these these are some responsible ideas. And I think I think for me, freedom is centered around responsibility. What are, what is your what is your responsibility as a as a human being, a part of the human family? And uh, how are you prepared to fulfill that responsibility and accept responsibility for for your part in this planet, in the in the in the community, in the family, the community you live in, et cetera, et cetera. So freedom, to me, represents more responsibility. Thanks, Amen. Yes, sir. Thank you, Amanda Lacey. Now I want to. Uh, Ask Abdul Shahid if he would to share with us his understanding of the concept of freedom and what does that mean to him. Assalamu alaikum, Abdul Shahid. Share with us if you would, please. 
Yes, sir. Walaikasalam. Yes, sir. Thank you again for this opportunity, uh, brother ma'am. Freedom is, is man's destiny. That's what freedom is. How can you reach your destiny when someone is holding you back? How are you able to make choices when you occur earth to make alternative choices? The almighty source creator wants man to be free so he can earn the reward. If someone is standing over you, making you choose, that's not freedom. You can't be held responsible. And many choices that man have to make. And we are, awarded, we are rewarded based on those choices. Life is about making choices. But if you're not free to make these choices, how can you be responsible for the life? So freedom of choice. Choose your religion. To choose a mate. To choose where you want to live on this planet. To choose who you're going to become. There are consequences for every choice that man makes. Good choices, good consequences. Bad choices, bad consequences. This is how the system is set up. Natural system. This is how it's all set up. So man must have freedom to choose. This is what the life is all about. If I'm able to, if I'm, if I'm going to be able to reach my fullest potential, I have to choose how to get there. The whole life points us in that direction. That's why we are here to be free, to be liberated. This is what this is the purpose that God have us here for, to figure it all out how to become free. The moment you stop fighting and striving for freedom will be the moment someone trying to put you back into slavery. I'll just end it right there for the moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise be to Allah. Thank you for all of all of your sharing here. Praise be to Allah. Um, I want to, to give a short uh, definition of freedom from my perspective also. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King referred to you must be able to reach down and use the resources of your soul, of your soul. So the freedom, so having the freedom of the soul, the soul has to be liberated. Uh, Like being the, uh, uh, yes, almighty God has charged the human being to dress the garden, to dress the garden. And we know that that dress means to develop and manage the creation. And so we are are immediately given responsibility from the beginning to dress the garden. And there are those that want to uh, stop people, human beings, in the, the, the uh, management of this material world 
and they put up obstacles and blocks in their way. Uh, the ability to take advantage of opportunity, of opportunity without obstruction. But freedom even goes beyond just being able to take advantage of opportunity. Freedom also with a free mind and a free thinker. The free person not only waits for opportunity, but they they themselves create opportunity for themselves and their loved ones. So uh, we are sent here with with a an obligation and a task and opportunity. We with our free mind can create our own opportunity, our own future, plan our own future for ourselves, unencumbered by uh by uh by how can I say by thoughts that prohibit or thoughts that uh that hold you back from having the courage to create your own opportunity and to plan for your own future. That requires a free thinker, a mind that is liberated. So we are asking for freedom, but all of us are aware that with freedom comes responsibility. I'll stop right there. Naima, uh, do you have anyone on your line that would like to share? Uh, no one that has pressed one yet. Uh, so it's time for a break, and we'll come right back. And, of course, for those who are listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325, and press 1. Men, we want to hear from you. And if you are watching us on Facebook or YouTube, you may write in your comments. We'll share them with our host, Kareem Hamid, and the listening audience. And we'll be right back after this quick break. So we want all of you just stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be right back after these messages. So stay with us. Hi, I'm Naima McKee. And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to help the people. In these times, People are using the Internet to talk to everyone. Friends, neighbors, family members, coworkers. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a media connection, somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs, and our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, child care services. Whatever you're selling, they need to buy. We're your media. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. 
I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. We're going to be coming to you every week, sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latik, along with our co-host, Kareem Hamid, who is hosting today's Men Only Discussion, talking I'm about freedom. Thank you. Are you a free man? <clears throat> well, let's continue this discussion with our panel. Hold on, Michael. And men call in, 515-605-9891. And press 1 so that our host, for the day can open your mic and get your thoughts about freedom. I believe All right, Michael, are. if you will. Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, particularly, if you look at the African-American community and um, the the uniqueness of our history here in, in America, the, that uniqueness points to a people that were emptied out and then conditioned to serve other people's interests. And it took uh, uh, hundreds of years 
to where uh, that group uh, was uh, free from the conditioning of uh, of 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 the uh, the the masters of that group, the masters of chattel slavery. So uh, conditioning is much different from free thought. Conditioning is 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 uh, being developed to think and support ideas of of someone else. So uh, it's very important in terms of freedom to develop your life and develop yourself within a, a social context. It's very important to know that you have to be disciplined, and in particular, you have to be in control of your emotions, your feelings, you know, your urges. You have to learning learning. And the application of learning cannot take place properly if you're not if you're not uh, able to control how you feel, you know, because it affects the, the thinking. So I, I'll I'll stop there. But it's very important to understand the the uh, the necessity of self-control, particularly from from emotion. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Michael. Praise be to Allah. Is uh, Imam Delacy Umar Phillips, uh, the idea of not waiting for opportunity, but when opportunity arrives, the, the freedom to take advantage of the opportunities presented. But as I stated earlier, there is an, a, another uh, room in that house, and that is the freedom to create opportunity, to create your, a free thinker, to create your own opportunity for yourself, your family, your neighborhood, your, wherever you are, to create opportunity. If you, if you would speak on that, uh, we would appreciate that, my brother, the creation of opportunity. Yes, I did. I did have another thought in mind uh, that I wanted to share. Uh, uh, yes, please do. Whatever and, uh, is on your mind, you're free to express that, please. Yes, uh, I, you know, I was, I was, I was, I spoke earlier about connectivity and collective, how we are connected, and uh, and I wanted to talk about some of the things that have uh, uh, affected our drive for freedom. And uh, one of them is trust and uh, unity. You know, uh, our imam, he mentioned to us about the traumatic experiences we went through in our struggle for freedom and struggle from up from slavery, so to speak. Uh, use a quote, up from slavery. And he, he he spoke about the traumatic experiences that we've experienced and how that trauma from those past experiences has uh, created a, a very bad conditions for us as an ethnic group and uh, 
of people. And he said that in order to be successful, we need to dwell on a philosophy for life in a sacred unity. So the freedom struggle is not something individual. First, is, first, yes, you have to come to grips that you have a desire and a need in your soul and recognize your, your potential, your, your created purpose that God has created you for, and then make a commitment like there, like uh, Dr. King mentioned, sign a declaration in your own soul that you're going to uh, be committed to improving your life, improving conditions in your life. And, uh, and that self-assertiveness, you know, having that confidence that you can achieve what God has created you for, created your own created purpose. You can, you can, you can find that and start to follow it. So this, this, these, are, these are things that are key for us as a community because we are not a, we are not on an island. We are working together. We want to. We're going to achieve together. When one achieves something, it, it improves the worth of all of us. So, you know, these are these are some of the conditions that I think you have to look at when you want to experience the the benefit the benefits of the creation that God has created for us. And, you know, and, and I have to turn to Scripture because it gives us such clear understanding of what should be the focus. God says he has created this universe, and I'm, and I'm going on your particular concern. Uh, he has created this universe to yield up its potential, to live up, live, yield up its potential to the human being if he just go out there and cultivate, plant the seeds, if you have a crop, if it's an idea, plant this. If you see the seed as an idea, plant it, nourish it, uh, cultivate it, uh, give it, it, give it, give it the right environment, and it has to grow. God has commanded it, the earth, to do that for the human being, for his human creation, that this earth will yield up its potential. But you have to, you have to cultivate it. You have to be like a farmer, giving it its uh, right environment and the, the nutrients it needs, and the, protecting it from the forces of, of that want to destroy its uh, its uh, growth or inhibit its growth by consuming it itself. You know, so all of these things have to be we have to be aware of if we want to be successful. What will what is what are our obstacles? You know, somewhat uh uh looking at it in an analytical way, what are what are our strengths, weaknesses, uh threats, et cetera, and uh opportunities and threats. That's SWOT analysis. So we have to apply that in our lives as well. We have to look at uh Assess what we have in terms of our strengths. Look at our weaknesses and try to improve ourselves. And then look at the opportunities and uh, seize upon them, which is very important because opportunity don't just stay around waiting on you to 
to uh, access it. It comes and it goes. It goes to someone else who would want it. And then we have to be conscious of the threats that we have um, that may threaten our progress. So th- those are those are some keys we can use when we want to think about progressing in, in this land of plenty. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Praise be to Allah. We're grateful for your words of wisdom. Okay, Brother Abdul Shaheed, on the uh, the acceptance of opportunity, if you would, and not only accepting opportunity, the creating of opportunity for oneself, the freedom to create opportunity for oneself, their family, their community, the whole earth. Praise be to Allah. Thank you so very much. That's an excellent question. Freedom to create our own opportunity. That's what the life is all about. In order for that to happen, we must be free to rectify the mistakes of our parents. We have to correct their mistakes. We have to be free to correct the mistakes of our ancestors, our teachers, our predecessors, those people that came before us because we're stuck making the same mistakes. We must be free to learn because learning stimulates creativity itself. Creativity stimulates imagination, and imagination stimulates determination not to give up. It's in our soul not to give up. It's in our genes not for us to give up. We must be free to encourage each other to become the best version of oneself, the best version of oneself. If we did these things, then we can realize our fuller potential, not as only as individuals, but as a community. Reach our fullest potential, creating an opportunity. This is how the human being is created. In order to create opportunity for ourselves, we must overcome the trauma of slavery. We have to overcome the trauma of slavery because the trauma of slavery has compromised our brain. We need our brain for creativity. Trauma has caused our brains to be compromised. This is why we are stuck where we are today. We must overcome the trauma of slavery, people holding us back, people stopping us from making choices, the choices that would be better for us. We know what we need to do as, human, as a human being. It's already in our genes. It's clocked in our genes. We carry the genes of our ancestors. We have their urges in us, their desires in us. But if someone stops you from carrying those things out, creating opportunity right out of the thin air, the human being has the ability to create opportunity out of the thin air. But if someone interferes with your movement, your every movement, to try to control you, that's the problem. So freedom is necessary in order for the human being to reach their fullest potential, not in the hereafter, but here and now, in this life. Brother Imam, thank you. Yes, praise be to Allah. 
um, you know, we have to also be aware of the a mechanism that thwart the progress of the human being. Yeah, we have to. Uh, yeah, we have to know what has hampered what 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 thinking, what tools have been utilized to prohibit the human being from taking full advantage of the intellect and the energy that Almighty God has placed within the human being uh, in order to move forward. Almighty God says to us in the Quran to defeat the scheme of the Satan. Defeat the schemes of the Satan. And we have to know what those schemes are. And uh, Imam DeLacy mentioned uh, something that is uh, how we feel about a thing, our emotion. Usually it is our emotion and our appetite, unchecked by knowledge, that stunts our growth and our progressive movement forward for true liberation. Uh, Dr. King mentioned the liberation of the soul, of the soul. And uh, the soul has been given a task, a task. And every, every you, we, the human being is one soul, and we're all obligated to carry out the task that the creator has placed upon us. The creator gave us the responsibility to dress the garden. That is speaking to the developer, developer, to extract from this creation, to build an environment for ourselves. And it is through our emotion and our appetites that we are, are somewhat thwarted or led from off of that path. How can one be free? and not have control of the environment in which one lives, in which the human being lives. Uh, we are still getting our cues, getting our direction from other than us, from other than, and this is not just the African um, American. This is this practically the whole of humanity. We are this medium called media, is directing uh, and uh, influencing the life of the human being. We have to be a free thinker, a free thinker. And I believe you can only come into that freedom of thought when you truly understand what and who you are, what and who you are. You, We are a creation of Almighty God charged with the responsibility of managing this creation, this earth, this, this creation period. And the oppressor, the Satan, he operates on greed. Greed. He wants his share and everyone else's share. And he will do all that he can to hold the human being back from getting his righteous share of this creation. So 
you, we will not be truly liberated until we can free our thinking, our thinking. And that thinking should begin with what we are and who we are. And there should be an overriding, praise me to a lot, that we need an overriding thought that, that overrides everything else, that overrides everything else. And for me, that overriding thought is that God has said he has honored and dignified all the descendants of Adam. All the descendants of Adam. So not being beholden. I'm not saying that, that we cannot cooperate with this system. There are some good things within this social system that we're in. But we should utilize the good and and uh, hold off the and identify and thwart the bad. Praise be to Allah. So that liberation, uh, as I read from uh, this dictionary here, one of the uh, definitions that they use was with is without care or unconcerned or unconcerned. The human being does not come into true life until he or she have a concern that they care about have a concern that they are working toward. So if we would make our concern that, look, I want my share of this material world, then I will not commit crime and fall into that trap to obtain it. I will use honesty, forthrightness, uh, transparency to get my share of this material world. To me, that is liberating. I have an obligation. So uh, I want to hear from Michael Hameen once more. If you would, share with us, Michael, and expound on the definition and the meaning of liberation, please. Yes, thank you. Um, the, the, you know, our our, our American dynamic as a as a history, you know what's going on today uh, is, is connected to uh, our past, and uh, in in our past, the American system is struggling with an idea of uh, creator supported freedom that uh, the human being was free and had certain rights given by Almighty God in, in inalienable or unalienable rights given by the Creator that no government. But in terms of the application of that noble idea, those noble ideas, uh, the the people of America were far from that, and they were moved by by urges and and and, and feelings that they brought over from from pre- predominantly from 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 Europe, 
they brought over from England. And uh, we found that at some point in that history, uh, they went from, the, the, the leading people went from a focus of, well, I'm from England and you're from Scotland. They went from that focus to a focus of color consciousness. And they, during the, the, the time of chattel slavery, they came up with a strategy to identify themselves as white people, to unite themselves, because you actually had more slaves than you did uh, so-called free or indentured people uh, in America at that time. And, and the, point, the point is, is that certain psychological uh, the term the term that I looked up the term is called uh, gaslight or gaslighting and it, it it is a way to manipulate someone using psychological methods into questioning their own power of reasoning the ability to reason correctly and and this took place and it's still taking place uh, manipulative manipulating psychology methods uh, that can even have you questioning your sanity. You know, someone telling you that it's raining, but they're actually urinating on you and telling and, 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 and psychologically manipulating you to try to get you to think that, no, this is, this is not urine. This, this is actually, actually rainwater coming down on me. And I know that may be kind of a crass picture, but I'm I'm using it for for emphasis because we have some powerful strategies to keep the American people, and there's a powerful uh, what what would you call it? There's, there's a powerful structure uh, similar to the structure of what Pharaoh used during the time of uh, the Egyptians' rule over people, and in and, and in particular included in that rule was the Hebrew boys and girls. And our history is very similar to theirs, but the only difference is, and it's a major difference, they knew who they were even in the suffering that they had. We were, we were systematically stripped of our past connection with history, with family, with language, and that's a, that's a much more traumatic, as Brother, brother, brother uh, Shaheed uh, Dr. Shahid mentioned uh, the, the, the trauma. So, in conclusion, uh, we are missing what our Imam uh, DeLacy uh, uh, brought to our attention. We're mi- missing a unifying. We're missing a unifying element, a strategy, a philosophy. That, that has us seeing ourselves based upon that, that, that historical connection, we don't have the, what they call the ethos. We don't have that, that connection in, in a philosophy, and we wonder why we can't get things done in a unified way. Well, you, you look at the, uh, the Latinos or, or the Hispanics, the Mexicans, and what have you, that many of them came here late recently. But they have a... They have a a philosophy called my family. Uh, and my family is the foundation for them 
establishing themselves in a strong, healthy, productive way here in America. The Asians are more secretive, so we don't know what they called their 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 strategy for success as a group, group success, but they do have it. You can see it clearly in the way that they maneuver. They don't complain about oppression and that sort of thing. They have an internal internal uh, focus that helps them to navigate, you know, uh, any type of oppression and what have you, and to work well together. And that's lacking in the African-American community. And for so long, the poor Caucasians, I'm going to say it, I don't like to use the term, the poor whites had their focus. No, you identified them properly. You identified them properly. That's what they are called. (laughs) Go ahead. Yes, sir. And lastly, (laughs) these folks, these folks, according to Imam Muhammad's uh, observation of the history, their their uh, master or, or, or leading people uh, group directed their attention towards the Negro and said, okay, don't worry about anything. You'll always be better than a nigger. And they've given up so much because of this brainwashing that I mentioned, the manip- psychological manipulation. They go against their own interests, and we've seen this historically, how they go against their own interests because they're focused on this this caste system of color, you know, color superiority. And, and you know, they can be poor as, poor, they can be poor, poor as the poor of, poorest of the poor, but, you know, they hold on to this idea that hurts their own development that, that I'm better than a nigger, you know, I'm, I'm better. And, 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 and they, they get used as a tool to, uh, to support the ends of, of, of the boss man. And I'll stop there. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you included them in the need to be liberated also. From Absolutely. Their, from, yes. From what they, from their pattern of thinking that was given to them, they don't realize that they are not totally free. As long as they're under that type of thinking of superiority over another human being, we want to liberate the whole of humanity, even including them. Praise be to Allah. Okay, uh, Abdul Sahid, if you would. Share further, please, your thoughts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, uh, before we go to the next person, can we take a break uh, and then come right back with uh, Abdul Shahid? Alhamdulillah. Yes, ma'am. We sure will. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. Thank you, ma'am. We'll be, yes, we'll be right back in just a moment. And you'll hear the voice of Abdul Shahid. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and today we have our men-only discussion led by Kareem Hamid on freedom. Are you a free man? Is your mind free? What do you think freedom is, and what do you think it would take to liberate our thoughts? We're going to have a quick women's after show, so sisters, hang on, uh, because we want to discuss how are we instilling 
a sense of empowerment in our sons, or are we making them feel as if they are powerless by the things we say? We'll talk about that in our after show, and we'll be right back after this quick break, so stay with us. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Join us every second Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time, here on the Female Solutions Global Radio TV Show for Neighborship of Joy. We'll have powerful conversations inviting women to walk in the light. So call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solutions Facebook page and YouTube channel. See you on the second Saturday on the Neighborship Joy. Tune in to Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn you into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. of the month, our men-only discussion led by our host, Kareem Hamid, and today we're taking a look at freedom. Are you a free man, or are you feeling like you're in bondage? Are you able to create, and are you able to organize in your own community? What does freedom look like to you? And women, we're going to have this discussion with 
say a few words in the next commercial break and have a short after show to look at what are we saying to our sons to empower them or are we making them feel as though they are not free? What are we doing as mothers to create free men? We'll talk about that after the show in our after show section. And we are now back with our host, Kareem Hamid, and our panelists. Yes, praise be to Almighty God Allah. I want to now open up the mic of Abdul Shahid if he would share with us the reflections that's on his mind uh, in terms of the idea of freedom, of freedom. If you would, Abdul Shahid. Yes, sir. Thank you so very much. When it comes to freedom, we must be free, brother and ma'am, to establish our own priorities. We must be free to establish our own priority in life. You know, what other people need might not be what we need at the moment. <laughs> we need to put first things first because our mind has been corrupted. In order to be a slave, <laughs> you must control the slave, the, the, the person's mind that is to be a slave. That mind game, the mind has to be taken control of. Therefore, a slave do not have his own mind. We must work to get our own mind back, brother and sister. We, we, we must work to get our own mind back. This, this is one of the priorities we must set. Our mind is, is intangible. It could be anywhere. It can believe anything. But what's important about it, it is the decision maker. Even though our brain is the command center, our mind makes all of the decisions. And this is what gets man into trouble, his decision. So if one is to be free, he must have freedom of choice. cannot be held responsible. The word freedom, people think about independence. No, really, it's not independent. It's interdependent. We all depend on each other. It is just like the cells of a human body. They all depend on each other. 75 to 100 trillion cells working together in unison. Why can't a few million people, 45 million, work together to establish the priority, the agenda, to get us back on track. We're off track because of the effects of slavery on us. We have to be gotten back on track. We have to get our own mind back so we can properly make excellent decisions. Excellent decisions. It is our decision maker that has us stuck where we are. I'll leave it right there for the moment, Brother Email. Yes, sir. Thank you. Praise be to Almighty God. Very worthwhile instruction. Okay, I want to return back to Imam DeLacy. Omar, share with us your thoughts, my brother, concerning freedom. Thank you, ma'am. I'm really enjoying 
uh, sharing that's occurring. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to just concur with what's been said by Brother Michael. But, you know, I, I, let, me, let me just share one concept that I think could be helpful for us to take a look at the traumatic experience of slavery. So we are talking about a history that that really affected us tremendously. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to uh, psychiatrists and psychologists and uh, sociologists, and, and uh, they talk about how, how trauma can be passed down through generation and generation. And, uh, I, 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 I came up with an acronym that I thought reflected what was going on in our community. And the acronym is called TAPS, T-A-P-S. And uh, it, it, uh, the associated language is trauma, addic- addiction, poverty, and stress. And, uh, you know, we, we have been traumatized as a people. I, uh, I saw the shooting and uh, results of the shooting in, in Jacksonville, Florida. And there was a young lady. Uh, this guy had this gun. And uh, he was pointing at her, and she fell on her knees with her baby in her arms and, and cried, told him, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot and he told her, well, if you don't want to get shot, you better run. And she got up and started running. And uh, she fell down. She got up and started running again. And they say there were some older people he'd let escape to by there, but they had to run. So here's, here's trauma. Now, this, this young lady is going to be traumatized. When, she, when the police came to help her, they had these big weapons. And she was traumatized to even go with them because of the size of the gun. She said she had never seen a gun that big before. And uh, so trauma. Now, this type of trauma has a, has a tendency to help to make us self-medicate. You know, self-medicate. You see most people drinking and using drugs, et cetera, et cetera. They are, they are treating some type of trauma in their life or some inadequacies that they feel. So they, then you ne- you have addiction. So that that trauma now will lead to addiction because the people are self-medicated. And then, of course, poverty is going to come, then which creates more trauma and more addiction. And now you're stressed. Now you're under stress, create health issues health issues. I was I was talking with a, a, a doctor, a naturopathic physician. He said most of the patients he received come in his office, they come in because of stress. And uh, he said, and then when I give them the bill, they get more stress because they don't have any money to pay it. So poverty, poverty is a stress producer, create illness, sickness, et cetera, taps. T-A-P-S, you know, and, and it, it's strangely that it coincides with this bugle tune that they play at the grave site, taps in the military, 
when they when a fallen comrade has fallen, they play this. They call it taps. I just wanted to share that concept for us to be aware. And and what uh and what we what what that entails then, is we should bring more humanity to the less fortunate ones that we see struggling with issues. We should be a little more sensitized to not look down on on people who are having these issues of drug addiction and poverty, et cetera, et cetera, and try to see how what contribution can we make to uh, alleviate some of the suffering in the in the masses that we that we have. Because these are traumatic times we are lo- living in, and people are going to be stressed, and and there's going to be really terrible things for us to deal with. So uh, thanks, Imam, for inviting me. I'm going to have to get offline. I've been coming and going, but listening in on the program. (laughs) So uh, thank thank you again for inviting me to share. Yes, sir. And and, uh, I thank you for accepting the invitation and your valuable contribution, Imam Delacy Umar. Give the greetings to your lovely wife, Manira, and uh, w- we wish you both peace be unto you. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam rahmatullahi Peace and blessings to the audience, and thank you, Sister Naima, for inviting us as well. Yes, thank you. Alhamdulillah. Uh, you know, we have to have courage also. Uh, we look at Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington did not wait on an opportunity. He created an opportunity to educate those of his lot. He, he created an opportunity for education. He established the Tuskegee Institute. Um, uh, and uh, uh, I would suggest to you that he was a free man. He was a free thinker, a free thinker. He created an, an opportunity. And here is something that we have to have, that all human beings need to have. Imam Muhammad has asked us to think on your thinking. Think on your thinking. We have to have the courage to take a fearless uh, inspection of of what we have been given as a way of life, as a foundation. We have to have the courage to look back at that. Uh, Some, you know, there are uh, people that don't want to. Look back at what we have been given as a way of life. Are there errors there? Can that be improved on? Uh, That thought of, well, that's just the way it is. And we just have to live with that. I reject that. Uh, We have bright minds, bright ideas, and we have the energy that everyone else has. We have the potential that everyone else has. But we must be willing to to think as a free thinker. And let's look to see 
what we have been given as a standard of life, is that beneficial for the human being? Is it benefit the idea of the superiority of one race over another? Well, uh, yeah, we will say that, but that needs to be fully investigated, fully looked into what was the cause, praise be to Allah, what was the cause of that? There is two principles operating, cause and effect. We are living in the effect of that type of thinking. It limits uh, our energy. It limits our our, it limits our own potential. And also, it limits, praise be to Allah, it limits the thinking of those that are, are deemed as superior. Because they reach, the, they reach the limit, the human limit, in their thinking, their efforts, their energy, and they're stuck right there. And when they're not able to, uh, to really uh, express or show a degree of superiority, that troubles them. And when they see superiority and excellence coming from other people, that bothers their psyche and their heart. There's a concern here now in this country because of the, the influx of refugees, people seeking asylum here to take advantage of the opportunities that this country offers. There is a, a thought among some Caucasians, I say some, that they feel that they will be replaced in the superior thought, in the superior thinking that others uh, that, that have the same potential the same mind, the same heart, the same soul can make their contribution also to humanity. So that liberation, uh, we, we have to be willing, have the courage, especially the African Americans, have the courage to investigate what you've been given as a pattern and a way of life. If a man won't treat you right, what makes you think he will teach you right? If a man won't treat you, what make us believe that he will teach us right? So we have to have the courage to look back at what we've been given about with education, culture, government, you name it, industry. We have to have the courage to look back at that. With the, I'm not talking about with an emotional eye but with the eye of the scientist, the eye of the thinker, and, be, and, uh, and, and with foresight to see the pattern of growth. The, there is a, a pattern of growth that Almighty God have associated with this creation. And if, if what we have been given does not follow that pattern of growth, it, uh, it creates weeds, bramble bush, thorns, absent of, of, of the arose. 
then we need to be able to identify what we've been given and have the courage to look back at that and make corrections and move forward. I know some of you feel that, that your soul is connected to keeping the status quo. But our souls are oppressed from the, based upon the status quo. We have to free, our, like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you have to look down and utilize the resources of your soul. Okay, I'll stop right there. Uh, Michael, if you, uh, you would, please share my brother. And any, any other male on this line that would like to join this conversation, we invite you to press one on your phone. I will open up your mic. This is an opportunity. Wa'alaikum as-salam. Yes. Well, it's time for our last break, and I want to remind anybody on our switchboard, any man who want to speak to uh, press 1 or dial in 515-605-9891 and press 1. And uh, certainly uh, our host can open your mic, and we certainly want to uh, invite you all to do that. So we're going to take our last break, and we can come back and give our brother all the time he needs to speak. So we'll be right back. and. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back after this quick break. So stick and stay. Don't stray awake. You're listening to and watching The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and today, our last Wednesday of the month, this is our men-only discussion. Again, revisiting that topic of freedom. Are you a free man, or are you in your mind still in bondage? We'll be right back after these messages, so stay with us. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, 
frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. back you're listening to and watching the female solution global radio tv show i'm naima latif on this last wednesday of the month for our men only discussion and men you can call in 515-605-9891 and press one our host kareem hamid can open your mic and get your thoughts as they discuss freedom and uh, want to give a shout out to our monday morning mindfulness host uh, zelda speaks uh, uh, from the HLN TV show. It says, Grand Rising, beautiful teachers, thank you for the wisdom of these wise men. Yes, they are giving us some insight. We're going to have a brief after show after the show. So, ladies, you can call in 515-605-9325 if you want to give your thoughts about what you just heard. And we want to reflect on what are we teaching our sons and is what we're saying to them making them feel as if they are still enslaved, bound, confined, oppressed. And can we speak words of liberation to them so that they have the power to define their destiny? We'll talk about that after the show, and we're back with our co-hosts and our panelists. Go right ahead, brother. Yes. Thank you, Naima. Please be told my God. Uh, Imam Delacy Omar mentioned a a uh, a phrase that he had come up with called taps. Taps. It's it's an uh, acronym for trauma, addiction, poverty, and stress. Uh, and I agree with him. Those are four situations that we are dealing with. Uh, the Prophet Muhammad, we say the prayers and the peace upon him, has stated that a poverty can lead one to disbelief in Almighty God. Poverty. Poverty. Being poor. Can it a doorway 
to atheism, to not believing in Almighty God. Uh, so, Michael, if you would, can you speak on the effects of poverty in the life of the human being, how that negatively affects the faith in, in the Creator and the faith in one's self, in one's God-given gift, if you would, please. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I, what comes to my mind is the, the, the severe environment that the indentured servants, not the, not the founding father type that had education and culture, but the severe environment, lack of proper nutrition, uh, lack of uh, education, stress and strain, and the, the brutal treatment in the way that they treated one another, particularly what's called the upper class against the, the, uh, the servant class or the serfs or those that really had no... They, in my opinion, you could consider many of those that came over here as indentured servants, uh, particularly the men. They were... They were well. There's a book called White Trash. They were the white trash. They they were the European niggers, so to speak. That's what you know. You could you could describe them in the way that they described us. You know that they they had that kind of uh, lack of, of 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 human human uh, uh, strength. They had had more weaknesses uh, in terms of the mind, the mind being free. So uh, we had we had that condition amongst those that were closest to us that Booker, Booker D. Washington described in his autobiography that he saw the similarity between the poor whites and the poor, poor blacks as a condition of ignorance, that ignorance was the commonality in terms of their behavior you know, and uh, lack of lack of lack of uh, civilization, so to speak. He saw that ignorance was a, a common common uh, condition amongst, amongst both black and white. Um, the, the the idea, certain ideas uh, can make you poor, impoverished. You know, just like junk food, a lot of sugars and, you know, food without nutrition in it or, or, or you know, those sort of things uh, can affect the body and the mind's condition in terms of uh, being healthy. And it, it, it's important for us to realize that, and particularly this one idea, this idea of a flesh savior in the image of a white man has 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 affected us and given us an artificial mind, both black and white, an artificial mind that has been uh, put into the atmosphere for you to breathe. And the leader in our body, which which is our head, 
has this artificial artificiality in it, and it and and it's, the world has given us this. The world supports this, and uh, we came through a condition, and it's 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 it's, it's hard to believe that pe- people that identify themselves as people of faith don't recognize that Almighty God is always in charge. So the darkest days of slavery and the dark days today have all been permitted by the Creator for a purpose. You know, here you had a people that were emptied out from their past history, those things that stabilized individuals or people. You know, those things were emptied out. And there was no, there was no, nothing in the environment that supported the idea that that God would help them. But yet, and still, you find those descendants of slaves are, are most faithful in terms of Almighty God. But we've got this problem that we need to ask God's help with to help get the help to stop religion from acting against our lives. This idea of a white Jesus has has made Caucasians, particularly those that are less stabilized by education and culture, these these folks have gone psychotic. Slap! I live in Jacksonville. This guy had a mind problem, you know, and and the foundation of this mind problem was this idea of a white Jesus, a a, a group that looked like Jesus being superior over other people. And this white Jesus on the cross making black folks feel inferior. We have to seek God's help to have the strength to resist that and stop it from enslaving the mind and robbing our minds, the minds of our people. And we might even also, if we have enough, if we have enough fortitude, tell these white folks that all this craziness and psychotic behavior is because of this foundational idea that you're better than everybody else because of your skin. And there's no support for that in nature. Nature don't support the idea of, of white superiority or black superiority. When a banana turns black, it's useless. Basically, it's, it's useless. You might be able to catch it to make some banana pudding or something, but basically the health of that banana, when it becomes black, you know, it's declined in its utility and its usefulness. So uh, these are the things that we have to deal with. And we have, we have to look inside like our ancestors did and see, look, yeah, we got a traumatic environment that's causing us stress, but God has put resilience. And that's, look, that's the hallmark of black folks now. All that we've gone through, and you got doctors and lawyers and, and, and uh, 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 plumbers and electricians that are black folks after being denied education. You, you could lose your life for being educated and sharing education. After all the trauma that we've gone through, look at the resilience that's demonstrated by black folks. And I know we got issues with this twerking and other stuff going on, you know, in our community. But look at the overall condition and shame on Governor DeSantis 
with this egotistical self trying to trying to become president and saying how 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 black folks were served by slavery. No. Black folks were challenged by slavery and, and we were helped by God. That's that's the real narrative, not this BS that you're perpetrating. And you got some black folks, you know, that'll go along with it to make a few dollars, you know, supporting these these uh uh these narratives, these these, these uh narratives that are given to us. And uh Again, we have to really be in control. We have to manage our feelings. We have to manage our feelings. The quiet it is as it's kept, there have been there have been behaviors of the police and other folks that are trying to set off a race war so that the constitutional government can be suspended and we can go into martial law and all of us be treated like Pack animals or something, you know. You know, all of us will suffer when constitutional constitutional construct is taken away, and we go into a more oppressive type of of government. So I'll, I'll stop there, man. But I thank you for this opportunity, you and Sister Name uh, Latif. Uh, we appreciate you. And we love you. Thank you. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. I see we have Minister Plump have, have joined us, and I value his contribution. 312882, is this Minister Plump? Uh, yes, we are on your shalom. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Kareem, and to uh, Sister uh, Naima. Yes, we are uh, here in Chicago, and... Uh, you know, what I love about God is uh, the truth. Yahshua, who most know is Jesus Christ, said you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So once a person uh, develops uh, the truth, it becomes in his heart, uh, you know, uh, uh, Almighty God, Allah, Yahweh, is the greatest. And to each one, to teach one and to know another one in their heart, which is love, and love is God. And as a result, it becomes mind over matter. And, uh, yes, uh, we matter. Uh, bottom line is black uh, uh, love matters too. And uh, this is a part of our fundraisers for different brothers and sisters, organizations, businesses, and corporations. But one of the most important spiritual parts of this uh, fundraising as a T-shirt, we hold ourselves accountable for the conditions of our communities, support our efforts as we exercise change. And that is the one thing in life that we uh, each one teach one uh, develops through uh, freedom, justice, equality, and economics. You must change your mindset, and and that's why I mentioned, you know, uh, mind over matter. And and mind is a terrible thing to waste. And you should not, as uh, far as I'm concerned, each individual should not uh, condemn themselves or others because uh, they are uh, uh, skin color. However, uh, I would say 
black people uh, or African-American people cures, cures all diseases, uh, all uh, illness because of love. And I'm glad that uh, I can be a part of uh, our heroes and our sheroes like you, Sister Naima Keith, and the Female Solution, as well as you too, Brother uh, Kareem, as a part of uh, the heroes. The sheroes and the Kareem and the heroes is in the black community. And it's going to be for us to resolve our own problems. We we cannot... uh, uh, look at the system or even other races and blame other people for the conditions of the black community. For all of the cures that would be now in the future, we have to cure ourselves by doing for ourselves and helping our own kind. Thank you so much. And uh, you have a pleasing plump day, as they say, Les Brown say, and listen to and listen to some of his videos. He is also one of my mentors and uh the honorable uh, Marcus Messiah Gavi, you know, this is his Earth Day birthday. Doctor Martin Luther King Junior, uh Malcolm X, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Doctor Webb Evans is uh, uh all a part of our way of life and the Imam Wardeen Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him too forever and ever and ever. We can say from this day on that we are a free people. We have to uh, have, like you said, Brother Kareem, the courage and the mindset to do uh, what is right and none but the pure and the heart and the righteous is going to see God in the love of God. And God's love is always in your heart, and he's with us all. Thank you. God bless your heart. You're welcome. Thank you for your words of inspiration. Praise be to Almighty God. Uh, Abdul Shahid, we haven't heard from you lately. Would you please share with us what is on your mind? we got about nine minutes of broadcast time left, so we want to definitely utilize that hearing from the listening audience and yourself. If you would, please. Yes, sir. Thank you so very much. Our brother, Imam DeLacy, pointed out about trauma, addiction, poverty, stress, and how our mind is compromised. Well, I'm a student of symptometry. I have come to learn that if we produce three neurotransmitters and keep them in balance, we can remove the burden, hereditary burden of the effects of slavery from our mind. Our mind and our brains are connected. We can't see the mind. Well, we surely can see the brain, and if we nourish our brain and produce these three neurotransmitters, that will put us in a position to get our mind back. And these neurotransmitters are... Say that again? Nothing. Go ahead, my my, uh, brother. Okay. Yes. These uh, neurotransmitters I want to share with us. Oh, okay. Look, uh... If you could be very succinct, we have another caller on the line. I'm, I'm sorry to. Oh, you're fine. That's, that's fine. I can yield. I can yield for the caller. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Erico two one three nine two five. Please state your name and where you're calling from, please. Welcome to the Female Solution. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like him, brother. This is Amin. Uh, Amin Muhammad from Los Angeles. Sister Claire Muhammad Stem School dot com. Sister Claire Muhammad Stem School dot com. You know, well, it's such a Yes, sir, brother. Good, good, good hearing you. Uh, we are so blessed to uh, have Imam Muhammad in our presence. You know, I mean, he's still here, uh, and like like they say, you know, he's living in us. And uh, I remember the, you know, we're teaching, uh, you know, we're talking about these these uh, different forces that that are influencing these Caucasians to uh, look down on us. Well, he, uh, the Imam talked about. Uh, Noah's curse, how uh, Noah was naked, he was naked, and one son uh, looked at him, which was Ham, looked at him and laughed at his father's nakedness. One son uh, came into the tent, and he, look, and he looked at his father, and he, he looked away. Then the, uh, the third son went into his father's uh, uh, tent, you know, where he was naked, and got a blanket and covered him up. So Noah uh, cursed Ham, Ham to be the servant, the slave servant of his of, a, of his other brothers. Now this is an erroneous interpretation, uh, according to Imam Muhammad. This is all from Imam Muhammad, and it's and it's and it's captured in a book called Noah's Curse. Noah's Curse. I think I sent you the cover, brother Imam. Uh, mm-hmm. Noah's Curse. You know where these Caucasians in the south. Uh, during the antebellum period, you know, uh, before the war and after the war, were going around the South teaching on uh, the 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 uh, the goodness of slavery, the, the ethical thing of slavery, because our people, African African people, are cursed because of the curse of Ham. And one particular uh, man named uh, 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 Benjamin Morgan Palmer was foremost and going all over the South, all over the South. He was a, a, a Presbyterian minister who wrote books, and, and he was a, uh, a tremendous orator, they say. And he went all over the South teaching on on why it was ethically right and moral to enslave the African American. You know, his name is Benjamin Morgan uh, Palmer, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, he, and he's well-known. So, so Imam Muhammad is the one who opened uh, our eyes to this this biblical mistranslation of like uh, you know Noah's curse, and our people are considered uh, ham, ham. Now, I'll leave it right there. Assalamualaikum, brother. Thank you for letting me share. Waalaikum assalam. Thank you. I mean, uh, that is part of the subject matter that we need to have the courage to inspect. That is part of the subject matter that we have to have the courage to reform the understanding of that piece of scripture. We, uh, you know, we, you know, people say, well, don't question God. No, we're not questioning God. We are questioning uh, what was written and given to us as scripture. The Quran comes to make the correction. It identifies what is from God and what is not from God. Almighty God says that he has honored and dignified all the descendants of Adam, and that includes us. So uh, Abdul Sahib, we got about three minutes left. 
if you would uh, share with us before we leave the air. And I'm grateful to everyone that have tuned into the female solution on such an important topic. We want to revisit this topic. Go ahead, my sister. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, before he speaks, I just wanted to let our listening and viewing audience know. Of course, we're going to have a brief after show afterwards. So, if you want to call in, you need to call in now. If you want to reach our switchboard. 515-605-9325. For the after show, we're going <laughs> to talk about what are we teaching our sons that would help to make them free men. Uh, so we'll have that conversation. We already got some on the switchboard now with their hands up. So just want to let you all know before we go uh, to make that call now. The switchboard closes at 9, so you need to be on right now, 515-605-9325. Go right ahead, brother. Okay. Abdul Shahid, if we could hear... A brief commentary from you with oh, with the small time that we have left. We would greatly value yes, that, my brother. Thank you so very much, Billy, ma'am. And as I was saying about the uh, the mind and the brain, they work together. They're interconnected. So we can't see the mind. We can't work on the mind no more than giving it the truth. But we can nourish our brain. And help our brain to produce these three neurotransmitters. There's eight neurotransmitters, but these three are very, very important. They are acetylcholine, serotonin, and norepinephrine. These neurotransmitters deal with clarity, understanding, restraint, self-restraint, focus, connectivity, all these things. And also help us to deal with stress, help us to deal with uh, all of these things that, that, that affected the human being. And these... These three neurotransmitters will help to produce a healthy mind, a healthy mind. And, and then we need to feed the, the mind the truth. Brother and sister, there's so many misconceptions and lies, and this is why the world is upside down. It is our responsibility to put it right side up. But we can't do it with lies and and mistruth. The truth must come directly from the almighty source creator. The truth must be unfiltered, and it must be undistorted. People distort the truth. And many people do not know the difference. And this is part of what's happening to us. We can't get our life back. We must get our life back. As a community, we must know that we are interdependent, interconnected, interrelated, and integrated, and we must operate as one life form. We come from one soul, and as one life form, and for the community, uh, as human beings. Yes. Abdul Shahid, I have been, right there. Been, been informed that we have 60 seconds left of broadcast Yes, sir, we're living right there, and we thank you so very much, oh, Billy Man, for inviting us to share it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Long oh, later. Oh, we are grateful to everyone that was present this morning. For, for this wonderful broadcast, The Female Solution, I'm grateful to Naima Latif granting us mail this time. Praise be to Almighty God to share in a myriad of subject matter. Praise be to Almighty God. We thank you, Naima. And uh, let me say this, that uh, they hid the progress that females offered to this government in uh, the hidden figures, hidden figures. These were African American women that had the the uh, the uh, the intellect of mathematics and charted the course from the earth to the moon. So, okay. Okay. 
want you all to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We are in the after show, and uh, we'll take a brief break. We uh, those who are on your switchboard, we're going to take in this order: seven seven three seven three seven. Seven seven three four five zero and seven seven three four eight three will be right back after this brief break to reflect on what we heard and what we should be doing so that the next generation of men are empowered with freedom. Be right back. Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Right, we are now in the after show, and thank you all for joining us, and thanks to those who are watching us on Facebook Live and you and YouTube Live, and of course uh, to our Monday Morning Mindfulness host who said, "Grand Rising, beautiful teachers, thank you for the wisdom of these wise men." Yes, they gave us some great thoughts, and shout out to. Uh, Quentin D. Alexander said, good morning, tune in, great topic. Yes, absolutely. Are you a free man? That's what we want to take a look at because are we empowering our sons to think like free men, to think like men who can create businesses, who can organize their families, or are we still stuck on that slave thought? Viata says, thanks to Minister Plum for keeping it positive and optimistic. Absolutely. We do have the power in our hands to create, and we need to know that. And Viata says, only in the mind are you cursed. Spiritual reality is not that. And that's the thing we want to take a look at, because are we teaching our sons and daughters the spiritual reality of who they are, or are we keeping them stuck in victimization? What are we saying as mothers? Let me go to the phone lines, and we got 773-737. I believe we got some wisdom with Mama D. Grand Rising, thank you for joining us this morning on the after show of the Men Only Discussion. Well, hallelujah. Uh, greetings to you, Global Transformers. Way Owen Yah Shalom. Grand Rising. You know that self asserted manhood, but a man can never be free as long as he enslaves his mother. Ooh. It is. <laughs> It is written in that Black History Bible book whose hero is a woolly-haired man with bronze-colored feet to match his bronze-colored face. Male and female 
created he them, and he blessed them, and he told them to be fruitful and multiply and have dominion over the earth. Yet, just like the no matter what, you are better than a ninja thought, no matter what, you are better than the woman, you are better than that female man, as Reverend James Bevel called it. The female man, you're 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 better than her, and so it instead of God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, Mother of Wisdom and Comfort, and God the Child that became flesh and dwelled among us, we keep. And if we look up in the sky, there's a universal family. It's a a son, one son. One moon and many stars, one daddy, one mama, and many children. But this is the big thing. We have, instead of God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, Mother of Wisdom and Comfort, and God the the Child, we insist being better than and, and, and omitting wisdom from the Word. But it's written, hey, I was there when everything was made, and without me wasn't anything made. Wisdom was right there. But why do you think we never say, this is a lie. Don't tell me it's God the father and leap over to God the child and there's no God the mother. Come let us reason together. That is totally unreasonable, and no lie can live forever. And if you want to get your mind straight, you're going to have to put the truth out there. There is no God, the Father, and leap over to the Son, and you have omitted the Mother, and you're just going to keep it like that. Mm. And and you ask the question, why have we never questioned it? Why, why were we afraid to just say, you know, this is a lie. That's a that's a good question. And I would say, well, I'm going to take another caller to get their thoughts, but I would say that the indoctrination of fear is done in us so early that unless we have our own personal spiritual awakening, we're going to be afraid to question because we're thought that, number one, God is mad at you and, and would throw you in the hell if you question. We're even taught that. Don't question God. So we have male spiritual teachers that give us this thought, and we're indoctrinated at the age of two, three, four years old, never to question. Even in our, in our souls, we feel like something about this is not right. But we're taught never to question. Sometimes we're punished physically if we do say something or question something. And we're taught that God will punish us physically if we question it. So the indoctrination of fear is given so early that we simply, even though we don't feel right about it inside, we are afraid to question it. And you can talk to religious people today, and if you say something that isn't part of that indoctrination, they'll be afraid to even listen to what you have to say. They'll be afraid because it's been, it's been beaten into them many times. We're going to take another call. But, that, but hold I, on, Mom. We're going to come, we're gonna come back and get to But isn't that the, the, the uh, whole point, love cast out fear? 
Well, you know, if your parents beat you and call it love, <laughs> then you don't really know Ignorance. how to love cast out the fear. What they beat into you was fear. Ignorance. There it is. Yes. Well, hold on. We're going to come back to you and get your response to some of the callers, but let's go to 773-483, Grand Rise, and give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. Uh, good morning. It's uh, Koofy James. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Koofy James. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm unbothered by everything. <clears throat> I don't let anything bother me because I know, I know what people are trying to do. I know what mindsets are people trying to trap you in, and I I avoided that, you know. And I, and I tell my I empower my son like that. Never put anybody above you. Never follow a leader out here. When I grew up as a little kid, my mama said, "Don't follow the king. Don't follow these 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 uh, pop up leaders trying to get us all to think the same way. That's a trap." And I thank my mother for that. And you see a lot of leaders out here talking for us. African-American, I ain't no African-American. African-American came from Jesse Jackson when he ran for president. And I Googled Jesse Jackson. Google his name right now. He's a full-blood <laughs> you know, Cherokee. He's a full-blood Cherokee. He's a full-blood Cherokee. He's a full-blood Cherokee. He's a full-blood Cherokee. He know it. Okay? So now, I don't think like everybody else. I think out the box. That's why people are following me on my Facebook page all over the world. They say, brother, you're different. I say, I'm not different. I just don't, I just don't subscribe to this, to this one mindset. I don't subscribe to that. I think for myself, I can, and when you think for yourself, I'm successful. So none of this going on in the world is bothering me. And that's why I teach my kid. I teach my kid business. How, they're, they're starting businesses, and when you start a business, your mind is is disconnected from everything else because all these laws and everything those are made for employees. You know, mm. stop talking about slavery. Slavery happened when you start picking cotton, and then it, then it, it filtered into a breeding farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Chattel what happened. They said we're breeding us. That's what Abraham Lincoln said. That's immoral. Get them out. He sent the freemen, soldiers. He sent lawyers to to sell the masses. You have to get these people out. And when when those people left, he gave the freemen 40 acres of land. They shot Abraham Lincoln. They stopped giving them the land. And most of those slaves went right back because they didn't know how to take care of each other. Know what to do. Okay. You, you brought up a you brought up a very important point. I'm gonna take a couple of other callers, but I, I want to address that or have our our callers address that because, like you mentioned, the the economy is based on creating something that people can pay you for. Doesn't have anything to do with your with with your physical appearance, and that's one thing Booker T. Washington, which one of the uh, panelists today mentioned or I believe it might have been the host that mentioned Booker T. Washington, who created a school and was teaching the concept that if you have a skill, then you're going to be able to support yourself because people will pay you for your skills. They'll pay you for what you know. And a lot of business people actually arose who were who were empowered by Tuskegee Institute and the whole teaching of people learning skills or 
taking their skills and creating a free life for themselves. That's what a lot of us lost, and that feeling of dependency. Well, these people will discriminate against me. They won't give me a job. And the fear of being responsible for your own income through your own enterprise, that's what keeps people from being free in a society where free enterprise is open to everybody. And that's why so many people immigrate here, because they know all they got to do is figure out something to sell, and they can free themselves. So, you know, my question is, why aren't we teaching that to our children, and is it because it wasn't taught to us? And what should we be teaching them to, to give them a sense of empowerment? So thank you for, for that thought. And we're going to go to area code 773-450. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comment. Shalom, greetings. Hallelujah, greetings to all. I'm Lincoln to the brothers and sisters. You know, it's interesting to me how we just keep following everybody else, and it's all just a trap. You know, when they when they do the race thing, it's ignorance because we're all human beings that we're beating harder than a man. We're supposed to be in harmony and unity. This society spends too much time dividing people over race. Uh, uh, money, all this old stupid stuff that doesn't really have anything to do with it. But I know every time I step out in the street, if I see another person, I know I need them to survive so that they need me. Whatever happened to collectivity? So now let me ask you this, because I totally agree. Do you think that there are enough people who understand what you just said so that when they raise their children... They are not teaching them you are from a specific race. You are separate from these people. These people over here who look different than you are your enemy, or these people who look differently than you, they are of less value than you, or these people who look different than you, they are superior to you because they're smarter than you, or they're more powerful than you because they control everything. you think that there are enough people who understand not to do that so that the children that can be born can be born free. They can see themselves as the expressions of God that they are, free to create and manifest whatever they desire. Do you think there are enough people who understand that to begin to teach There are a handful of people, but it's difficult when you have society constantly with Internet and all this other stuff teaching the opposite of that. You spend too much energy on negativity or, or you're too busy fighting to keep, to keep up with a race situation where if you didn't do that, look at how far you could go. That's true. That's why in the last, was a, yeah, I ran into a brother yesterday. He's so heavy, you know, you wouldn't hardly believe it, but he admitted they have to start opening up things to anybody. They can't just be limited. Even if the people aren't ready, you have to open up the door and give them a chance. If they walk in, they might wake up. So that's the bottom line. So we just keep pushing forward. There are some of us that are going to make it, going to teach our children. But then a lot of us won't know. They got to, you know, it's like in society, they have too much to, to confuse you. It's like first thing in the morning, here it is, 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning, and most people are listening to what? Network news and all this stuff that keeps them in the circle of confusion? How many people mm-hmm. are actually looking for a solution? But see, that's why we're here. That, that, because we're it. part of the solution Here. in the universe, and we're there to, it, 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 just to be able to make a comment, to affirm each other, and to step forth. So there is a group of people 
that will rebound automatically. We're not going to be stuck down here with that foolishness. As a matter of fact, if you notice, we've already started the game yeah. and ended up leaving them behind. Yeah, it's even the people behind. You can't keep standing like that and be any better. You're not going to be better. You're going to be worse. <laughs> well, you know, one thing yeah, you said. It, I mean, you just have to start right where you are. Go inside yourself and see what you find, what you truly see, that you can do something about. But you can't do it unless you go inside, go deep, and see what you can find. Get rid of all the other stuff. Just go deep and see where you're at. I bet you'll find something that's in common with everybody around you, including nature. But as long as you got a remote in your hand or a cell phone in your hand that controls your existence, you're in trouble. Mm. It's the other way around. We serve each other. We're not here to be fighting each other. So collectivity, we, us, and our, will will eventually overcome. And all the people on the arrow will fall off. <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree. I agree, and you know, Obadiah, and I'm great. I'm grateful that you brought that out about people tuning in, because all over the internet and even on television, there are shows that will either raise your awareness and give you inspiration and ideas, and will encourage the best in you. Or you have the ignorance. You can watch the fighting, the the intimidation, the insults. You can you can choose whatever you tune into. So you know your own state of consciousness by what you're drawn to. What is taking up your attention? That's that's where you're vibrating. That's your frequency. That's that's the life that you're creating because you're tuning in to that energy, whether it is of high intelligence of new ideas, new inventions, positivity, or the negativity that's out there as well. It's all this, we're, in the, we're in the same space of time, but where you put your focus will determine where your life leads you and what you manifest. So if you find yourself always, oh, this world is terrible, look at this person that just got beat up, oh, look at this person that got shot, Oh, look, I mean, that's what you chose to watch. Because if you're tuned into a higher a higher frequency, higher mind, then you will be drawn to programs that are giving you inspiration, giving you ideas, giving you positive expectations, and encouraging you to be your best self. And you'll see people who are doing great deeds, uh, people who are inventing things that are solving problems. You'll find it because that's where you are. Your reality is what you create in your own mind, if we understood that, then instead of us being full of hopelessness and despair, we would understand that the same reality of joy, peace, and love already exists. And when we tune into it, we'll find that it was there all the time. So let me take another caller. That was a a very powerful point you made, Brother Obadiah. We appreciate you so very much. When are we going to use our own mind? to tune into the solutions because they're right here, right now. Erico four oh seven seven oh one, we got our sister Viata Grand Rising. Grand Rising and from Hurricane Florida. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've been 
been waiting for high winds and rain, heavy rain all night. And I'm like, where's the hurricane? So anyway, the hurricane did what I told it to do, move over and out. And it, it's on its way to Georgia right now. So, oh. And I've been You know, our Georgia friends are not going to be pleased you sent that hurricane to them. <laughs> well, it has to go somewhere, but they can handle it. A lot of those religious people can handle it. They, they know what to We know what to do. I've been telling Psalm 91, don't be afraid. Just tell that storm what to do, and it did it. So I'm grateful. Got my windows open, cooler air. We needed this cool air. So anyway. That's me. I'm here in Florida enjoying the cooler air and gray skies. No hot sun right now. So gratitude, gratitude. And uh, about the show this morning, I thought it was so interesting to hear the different male voices and their opinion. But that last half hour was full of victim minds. I thought, oh, my goodness, black people are cursed because of him. Don't say that. We, we, I think people who are still looking at the Bible literally and as a history book are going to keep spewing out that negativity that black people are cursed. Because if you if you grew up in the Bible, I grew up in the Bible I, from a baby. My grandfather was a pastor. I was in his church. I've heard the Bible, religion, all that. I look at the Bible as allegories, metaphors, and symbolism. And if you're still thinking that black people are cursed, the Bible, literally, and according to the minds of religion and the Pope and, and Roman Catholic and all that. So I want to just uh, advise, help people with freedom is the mind to go to the next level of spiritual maturity and stop reading that book like it's a history book, but it's full of allegories. Psalm 91 was my confession through uh, the minute they said a hurricane was coming. I'm like, uh, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, uh, a thousand may fall at your feet, uh, 10,000 at your right hand. Okay, that's my my confession. <laughs> and it, we're looking at little drops of rain and little wind <laughs> and gray skies. I'm like, okay, this works. But let's not be using the Bible to promote man patriarchal viewpoint of race and all these things that are not relevant today. That's why, you know, Florida has been fighting this critical race theory because just as you said, Naima, we don't need to be looking at people as the, the, uh, the problem. They're guilty. They did this. None of us were slaves. Let's just learn the lessons of history and Africans were enslaving their own people way before we were enslaving them over here in America. So we just have to look at history differently from spiritual eyes is how I see it. Oh, here comes the rain. Yay. So anyway, having a good time in Florida, and I hope everybody will stay positive and optimistic today because the gray clouds don't bother us if we know that it's all for our good. There's a lot of negative ions coming with this storm, so that's why I'm very grateful for the storm. I mean, those negative ions clean the air, bring fresh air, clean out the chemistry, all that. So good. So many good things in nature, which is how the creator works. So thank you for this show, Naima. Well, thank you for tuning in. I got one last question before we go. Those of us who are mothers and now grandmothers, we can teach something different to our children other than the, the negative brainwashing they received, whether they were told they were cursed, whether they were told they were superior to somebody else. 
you know, whatever distortion people have been told in the past, we have the power to change what is being implanted in the minds of the children today. What would you advise those who are influencing children today, be they their mothers, grandmothers, or even teachers? What should we teach children about themselves that would give them a sense of empowerment so that they could have the freedom of spirit to create the kind of world that we would like to see? Well, you know, your guest yesterday said it all. That that sister was so powerful. And her book, we ought to all be reading her book about improving the self-esteem of young people. She said it all. That that to me was just a beautiful lesson on how we should be training our grandchildren uh, in this day and age. Build up their self-esteem, pay attention to them, take, put the phone down. Uh, you know, all those things she said, everybody should just go back and listen to your show yesterday, and that, to me that's the solution. Yes. And, you know, the knowledge is out there. There are wisdom teachers all over the world that are giving us information so that we can correct our mistakes and not keep repeating them. And I, I agree, we need to let go of the victimization Every time we go back into the slave experience, we recreate that vibration, that vibration of despair, anger, resentment, powerlessness. We create that in ourselves, and we will manifest it as long as we keep creating that vibration. So, like you say, we can look at history as what did we learn from that so that we can repeat the good things and not repeat the not good things. But to keep living in it is to keep recreating it. So we have to let it go. We have to look at it as a lesson learned and not an identity retained because we are free people. Yes. Well, we thank you so much, Viata. We thank all of you who have listened in and joined in. And oh, we got one more call to weigh in, and let's go to area code seven seven three nine seven seven. Looks like might be Sister Lois to give us one last word of wisdom before we go. Go right ahead with your comments. Yes, yes. Glory be to God today. This is Lois. Sure enough, here in Chicago, Illinois, and you know God has been so so good to us, and we just we just thank Him for what He's already done because I know He's getting ready to do a lot of things for all of us. And it's going to get better. It's getting better right now as we speak. But, you know, the show is different when all the men are talking. Can you feel the difference in the vibes then and the vibes that we all have now? I don't think any man in this world can do anything without a woman. He can try, but I don't think that he gets, you know, the uh, top results. So, I mean, we enjoyed it, of course, but I think I feel a spirit, a connection with all of us who are alive. We know for a fact that we're here. And, you know, it, the problem is what are we going to do when we know that our rights and, and, and God has given us all strength to endure everything that we've gone through? He's given us strength. Uh, um, we all have this this connection that uh, that comes directly from our hearts through God. We, there's no other way. Now, whatever it's called, there's come a time in everyone's life, I'm sure, they say, oh, Jesus, help me. Oh, Lord, please, God. What? Somebody, you have to call on the one who made you, you see. And, and, and then it works out every time. 
And so that's my comments for the day. Thank God for everybody because the trap that they said is for them. It's not for us. You know, that's what it's all about. And and, and that, that song goes, I've been through the storm and rain, but I made it. I'll sing it for you later. Love you all. This is Lois in Chicago. <laughs> Love you too, Lord. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And thank you to all of you. Yes, interesting observation. Quite uh, quite a, a insightful show. And and thank you, Viana, uh, for reminding people. Go back in the archives to the Female Solution. We've had some great shows so far. More to come. Join us tomorrow for Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And then we got Viana with Health and Well-Being. Uh, Saturday, our first Saturday, we've got success strategies with Jana, and then Sunday, come on back for Soul Purpose Healing with Yada. So much wisdom we're sharing every day on the Female Solution. We want you to be a part of it, too, and we thank you so much for joining us today and being a part of the solution. I'm Naima Latif. And until tomorrow... We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, the female solution on behalf of our team of radio hosts i'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion and to our global family listening from all around the world we say thank you to our family in china sheshe india zanyaba japan arigato korea kamsanida Russia, Spasiba. Germany, Danke. Poland, John Cudion. France, Merci. Spain, Gracias. Italy, Grazie. Egypt, Shukran. Ghana, Medasi. Nigeria, Eshe. South Africa, Ngiabonga. Senegal, Jaret. Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing.